I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have uh, Friendship Basketball coming up at 7.40. I mean, this this board is just a mess. Like I, It is... <laughs> It's chock I'm going to do stuff. my best to get through this. Uh, <laughs> we'll go uh, chronologically. No, we'll go by station. 7 o'clock, Friendship Basketball, Boys Basketball, versus Trinity. Uh, and I believe that game is being played at LCU. True. All right. Uh, on 100.7, the score, beginning at 6, we'll have a Cooper Girl-Boy Basketball doubleheader. Double um, they're playing Lubbock High. Girls up first at 6. Boys will follow at 7.30. And then at 8.30, we'll have uh, Lady Raider basketball versus Tulsa. And what two stations are they on? They're on 100.7 The Score and 107.7 Yes FM. You know what this is like? This is... Exa- and, and I did this today. I, I had a doctor's appointment this morning at 740. And they said, okay, now read the, the the smallest line that you can, right? And you can read like three of them, but you're guessing for the other three. You have an informed opinion, but it's still kind of a, is that a G or a C, mm-hmm. right? Is that a, you know, H or an A? That's what this board is. You're missing one. Uh yeah, Liberty Boys Basketball uh, versus Roosevelt at 7.30 on 107.7 Yes FM. Wasn't there one before that as well? Liberty Girls, yeah. That's at 6.30. Damn, Clint, you got a board memorized or what? Well, I mean, it's looked at it for three hours and sports centers and stuff, things like that. There's got to be a better way to do this. Flashcards. Well, or like a like a video board or something, because uh, because or, or you know what you should do? Huh? You should Raymar should hire a uh, a a uh, tech college student, a girl, to come in and just write the board. Well, you know, Jamie would be offended by that because he has lovely handwriting. Yeah, I don't think he wants to do this, though. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing there, Gus? I am uh, just fine. Just fine. Shelly says this, AD, a.k.a. Squints McGee. I have my glasses on. And and you have very good eyesight. You could be a, a, a jet pilot, a jet fighter pilot. And uh, it's just squiggles to you, too. Yeah, it's... Uh... I mean, it's like you said. You, you, and we, we, we look up there and we, we infer. Like yesterday, if you, if we, if we didn't have some context clues about the Seahawks yesterday, we wouldn't, you know. Mm-hmm. But if, if somebody said, "Hey, that's a," you know, if, if we didn't know that had an NFL context, it would be that would be a little rough. 
subloids or something. You know, I mean, that's. You know, on some of them, it's like you know, if, if you get really tired and you close your eyes and you just kind of rub your eyes a little bit too hard and you get those squigglies that just kind of float around a little bit. It's like those on the board. What? You have a little eye club. Little squigglies? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little. So you have like worms in your eyes? Well, maybe. Do, maybe I need to go to the doctor. Yeah. Well, you do, but. Um, Surely you got a lot of stuff wrong with you. You can't make me. <laughs> I don't about, believe in them uh, fancy doctrines. How about Monroe Mills committing to play for Louisville? You gonna go block for Tyler Shaw? Yeah, how about that? Yeah, and and uh, and we we've got what our third uh, Indiana transfer, Miles Price. That's what third guy in three years, right? Mm -hmm. It's gonna be third in two years because Bleedy went there and. Uh, Who's the other one? Um, one of the DBs. Our oh, yeah. Three. Uh, minor? Yeah, Kobe yeah. Minor, minor went there. Yeah. And they all played a little bit. Of course, they're, well, they're going to be doing with the coaching change there. I think Skipper the, got fired. I think the connection there is Paul Randolph, perhaps. Okay. Uh, I, I assume he's been retained, but he used to be a, a defensive assistant at Texas Tech. Okay. Um, But... I imagine for people that are in the portal, the the you know a familiar face is probably welcome. Sure, you know I mean, and, and I you could say that about any recruiting situation, but um, I would think the portal when you're thinking, hey, this is a kind of a one and done deal, and you know, and not even necessarily some probably were jilted at their first place, others looking for a really good opportunity the ability to call someone up and go hey uh how is it there you know because what, what there's a connection with uh our receiver from washington state Lynch, uh lynch no kelly right josh kelly yeah there's a connection from him to uh josh kelly played his early days at fresno Oh, and I okay. think he was with sure. C.J. Baskerville. I think I'm right about mm -hmm. that. And so, just the ability to go, hey man, you know, I know we ain't talked in a while, or we're, you know, we've been Facebook friends or whatever, but you know, how is it there? Hey, that you know, you're good. You're gonna love the coaching staff, or a quarterback looked good on. Of course, I, he committed before the ball game, right? Like his commitment was hitting the hitting the presses on Friday and Saturday morning, so had to be nice feeling to see number two look healthy and slinging around a little bit on Saturday night and go, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Some other, uh, I mean, so Miles Price going to Indiana, as you just talked about. Uh, J.J. Sparkman landed at UTSA. Um, okay. And uh, Jerron Bradley is at Boston College. Is going to go to Boston College. So. I'll be darned. Okay. Uh, and and interestingly, Bradley will play in Texas next year because Boston College will play at SMU, so he'll play one game in Texas. ACC clash, right? A couple of legacy programs there. And then who? Uh, oh, and then Landon Peterson ends up at uh, North Texas. Ah, okay. He too will get to enjoy the Jones Stadium experience. So I think that, um, I mean, for the most part. And and maybe I am viewing things through scarlet colored glasses and am kind of overestimating uh, text place and things. But for the most part, the people that you've left that have 
that have left you or you've left, you've processed, they aren't like trading up here. Right. You know, I mean, Boston College is eh, pretty far down the ACC totem pole. Indiana is at the bottom yeah, of the Big Ten totem pole. Yeah, coaching change. Um, Louisville is a respectable program, so good for Tyler Shuck and Monroe Mills. I mean, North Texas is a step down, group of five. Same with UTSA. Uh, but some new additions for Tech to talk about next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double D 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Clint and Gus. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear what you have to say on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3. Com. So we kind of went over some of the departures, um, but there have been uh, now two additions to the Tech football team uh, since we last spoke. Uh, I don't think the second one has been officially announced yet, uh, but first things first, the bat signal for this went up yesterday. We kind of discussed this, um, but uh, Sterling... Porcher, and I don't know if it's Porcher or Porsche. Yeah, I was wondering that same thing. But uh, it's he, he's an offensive lineman uh, from Middle Tennessee State. He uh, six foot four, three hundred four pounds. He had a uh, a bunch of other offers, and uh, he chose Texas Tech. So there you go. I mean, he talked about at least who reached out. Reached out and offered are two different things, but the list of reached out, South Carolina, Texas A&M, Baylor, Arizona State, it's a nice nice list there. Mm-hmm. And this is a tackle we're right. talking about. And so uh, you know, my, my assumption is uh, with Caleb Rogers moving to center, portal two guards, this tackle here, Maybe still one more tackle to go, unless that's that's one that they feel like that the second tackle or the second and third tackle, if you will, can be filled from within. I don't know. And then the uh, another bat signal has gone up today ah, in the last okay. I don't know hour or so. And uh, while again this has not been officially reported, and the person involved has not confirmed it yet, speculation is that this is a uh, a junior college player. Also a tackle, offensive tackle, by the name of Maurice Rodriguez. Um, Check out these offers, Gus. All right. Florida. Hmm. He visited this past weekend. USC. He visited the weekend of the 8th. UCLA. And Georgia. Good grief. I would assume that is a uh, Lake Ready Junior College player. Six to be foot on. seven, 325 pounds. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's your, your, uh, those, that, 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 that end of the swimming pool right there, those, those aren't, uh, uh, develop. Let's bring a guy in and see if he pans out. That that feels like you're going right in there with the 
the deep end of the pool. Like the sound of that, dude. Uh, according to twenty four seven says that he also visited Georgia. So either way, he, this was a coveted junior college prospect. And if uh, Tech ends up with him, that's mercy. Very interesting. Mercy. I like it. Uh, we get this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, hey, AD, do you consider a Die Hard a Christmas movie? Of course. Um, someone else says this. What are these portal quarterbacks waiting for? Don't they need to make a decision today? No. The uh, the winter transfer window is at least 30 days uh, long. It might be 45, actually. Um so there's no there's no huge rush. Yeah, it goes until Tuesday, January second. So they have multiple more weeks to do this. Um, and you know there also might be a waiting game um, that is uh, kind of initiated by some of the coaches because there you know as more of these bowl games are being played more prospects are entering the portal. I mean, we've seen that with Texas Tech. Um, and so I think that there there might be some thought that others could enter the portal and that that might change, you know, how you how you rank the available quarterbacks. Like, for example, Austin Novosad, I think is how you say his name, who had been committed to Baylor for a very long time, flipped to Oregon on signing day, I think this last year actually, in the last last class. And now Oregon has added Dylan Gabriel for next season and they're adding Dante Moore for the future. Mm-hmm. And so what is what does that look like for Austin Novasad? Um and so is he going to enter the portal? He hasn't yet. We'll see. Um you know, you still have KJ Jefferson out there. Uh you still technically have Will Howard out there. And so, you know, who knows also what other uh, quarterbacks might enter over the next few days. This in the H Flooring Center challenge. Why are these dudes visiting? That seems stupid. Do they have to visit to find out how much they're going to make? Just pick a spot and go. Well, I mean, I, I don't think it's that unusual or surprising. And I think that you can also apply this to your to your life, to my life, to Gus's life, to Clint's life. Like, if you, it doesn't matter. I mean, I guess it does on some level if the number is big enough. But for the most part, if, if you're going to go take a job somewhere. And if you want to kind of view this as a job for these players, that's fine. I do too. Um, you're, you're going to want to go check it out in person, you know, because money is great. We all like money. <laughs> um, but you know, un- unless the money is just stupid, overwhelming, you know, where you live matters, right? Who, who you, uh, work with and work for matters. Um, you know the, the 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 city you live in matters. Your, your specific living situation matters, and so I don't I don't begrudge any of these guys from taking a visit. You know I wondered about a little brinksmanship with that list as well. You know some of these dudes playing the Scott Boris card, um, and and maybe gaining some opportunity by being one of the last ones near the top of the list you know here in another couple of weeks available. yeah and and uh, especially if maybe their first choice was 
A or B over here and A or B have either taken somebody else or, you know, appear to be settled or whatever. And then all of a sudden there may be um, some feeding frenzy and some opportunity, as you said, as the bowl stuff winds down or, or actually occurs. And then in the aftermath of that, it, uh, you know, because sometimes those things can work out well. I mean, Boris has made a billion dollars doing that. Not he himself, but his firm, you know, that that <laughs> for players by waiting to the last minute and then the Yankees and the Mets and the Dodgers and the Red Sox all get breathless and somebody throws an extra year on the end of it or whatever. In in this case, it would probably be some extra NIL money or maybe an extra assurance with regard to playing time or, okay, we're not recruiting anybody else. You're the guy. You know, whatever it is that, that – they're looking for, um, you know, not, not out of the question. Uh, we get this on the Yates flooring center chat line. Oh, I thought that they had to make a decision before signing day. No signing day. So tomorrow, beginning tomorrow, it's the start of the early signing period. That is for, it's like the, um, the amateur draft, right? It's for your initial kind of entrance into college football. If you're a high school prospect, or getting back into it if you are a junior college prospect. But for people that are using the portal, you can enter and um, move about the cabin freely for 30 days, right? From December, well, more or less, from December 4th to January 2nd. So, more Tech Talk next. podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hello there. How you going? Happy Tuesday. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're with you today until six. Would love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Do they not? risk losing a spot this question off of the h flooring center chat line uh do they not risk losing a spot altogether if they wait too long sure yeah, yeah. and that's that's i mean i think that's the gist of the brinksmanship thing is that there's some risk on you know on on both sides in terms of somebody um you know, pushing it all the way to the edge and, oh, sorry, we're out of spots. There's no doubt. I mean, that, that's where you find out how how valued you are. It could it could be really good. It could be really bad. That you, you may lose the ability to have a, a rich supply of safe bets in the middle. It could be really, really good. Thank goodness I waited or... I made a huge mistake. Holy crap! I made a huge mistake. Absolutely, and that yeah, that's absolutely part. There's still the spring period, Mm -hmm. Um, so you could you could rebound in you know six months or whatever. But yeah, you lose time. Um, Sam asked this: What is Oregon's plan at quarterback? I'm not understanding the Dante Moore decision. I think it's I think it's pretty clear. I think they they've lined up Dylan Gabriel to be their starter in 2024. And uh, they've lined up Dante Moore to uh, be their starter after that. I mean, Moore, 
they wanted more all along, right? The the only reason that they went after Austin Novosad in the you know in the first place was because Dante Moore flipped to UCLA and Oregon was scrambling, and so now they get Dante Moore. Um, you know, basically a year later than they expected. So I, I mean, I, I would guess that they have complete confidence in how he fits into their offense. Um, there's a high level of familiarity with him as a as a person. Um, that you know his family too, that whole thing. Because again, he was an Oregon commit for a long, long time. Um, and so, uh, I, to me, this is not super risky, I guess. Yeah. Because this was kind of their plan all along to have Dante Moore. They just didn't have him for his freshman year. Um, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from T-Money806. Uh, if you say Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then you have to say that Lethal Weapon is as well. Both have the same producer, and all of his movies are set during the holidays. Uh, I have two words for you. Nuh-uh. I don't have to do that. I do not have to. Um, how about this? I did not know that this was possible still in the year 2023. Uh, but Ole Miss will play... Penn State in the Peach Bowl. They will not have one of their quarterbacks available for that game. Spencer Sanders yeah. has been ruled academically ineligible to participate in the bowl game. Um, my assumption is he was a grad transfer from Oh, sure. OSU sure, yeah. had to. Um, it didn't have to, I guess, but I would think so. I mean, it'd be hard for a quarterback to be on campus. So my assumption here is that was a complete mercenary move for him to be there and not be ball, not be eligible for the ball. In other words, he he, you know, he probably went through the fall going, I ain't going to class. And you know what? I commend all parties for the whole thing. If you're not academically eligible for the next spring that you don't play in the bowl. And that and that's bit tech. Famously we ignore it in the Byron Hansbard final season. But um you know that that uh I mean you could, because if he's already got his degree, I'm sure he was going there going, Hey, I'm not here to work on my MBA. I do not believe that he has a degree. Holy Moses. Okay. So let me back up and withdraw any credit uh, to him. Actually Good grief, dude. What are you thinking about? That you could drift through college for six years and not stumble across a degree with summer ball and all the, I mean, summer classes and all that stuff? My gosh. Might have been blessing and a blessing in Stillwater when he walked out the door. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize it was possible to be. I know because you you're on campus. You have like, to try to do that. Yeah, like you said. I mean, to scrape by the minimum deal, you you, it's hard not to. Hard not to end up with a degree. Well, maybe he goes back somewhere and finishes up. But mercy, man, dude, somebody, somebody, open the doors and check the pilot light on that deal. Oof. With as much help. Mm. Right with as many resources. I mean, like, because I'm sure, like, I I don't know this for a fact, right? I can't say this definitively. 
But I have a strong suspicion that if you're a college football player at a, at the Power Five level, right, you can either make it clear that hey, I I want to be serious about my academics here, and I want to get a, a degree in this, and uh, you know, and then I want to kind of eventually get a master's and blah blah blah. Or you can go, hey, I just want to stay eligible, and mm-hmm. I'll get a degree, but I don't really care what it is in. I just, you know. And so you, you, there's like one of two paths. And the, the I, again, I don't know this. This is my suspicion. Um, and, you know, they'll make it happen. They're not going to do the work for you. you got to do the work still. Sure. Um, but you can get put in classes that are manageable, online classes, you know, all that kind of crap. Dude went to Oklahoma State and Ole Miss. Yeah. You're telling me they can't find a place to... I mean, and and the the other the sh- the shameful part of this is at least for him. And again, he may have a the grand plan to go back to OSU and finish up on some online deal or have it all figured out. Um, good luck. But you know, like you're, I mean, the, the old the, if if this is a guy, oh, he's going to be the first round pick. He's going to be a second round pick. You know, you you could at least go. Well, all right, you know. He knew all along he was coming out early or whatever. This dude, answer, I mean, was he going to get invited to camp? I mean, I, I'm yeah, asking. No. I, I can't imagine he would. Maybe, maybe he's he's some camp addition at the very end. But, like, you got a career to build that thing on? I mean, that that's just – that's like some old day stuff right there when and, dudes used to go through school, get to the – that that was the sport my, my age and older for football guys – would go through their four years. I mean, I'm talking about a redshirt guy. Get to that senior fall, shut it down academically, not do anything, collect the rent check, and you know whatever. And then, but you could play in the bowl if you were eligible all fall, and then disappear from academia forever. And there's you know, and then then appreciate your three and a half years on campus, and and then over time. More and more of these guys hanging around in the summer, AD, like we were just talking about. And Spencer Sanders was a quarterback. So you know he had to be in town, right? You know he had to be on campus every summer, starting quarterback. And what really kind of stinks for him, too, not that I feel sorry for him, but like the his departure from Oklahoma State means that he's kind of poison the well a little bit and he can't go back to Oklahoma and kind of right. live off of being Spencer Sanders sure. work at a car dealership or take some job at the university or whatever that that avenue is kind of closed off more tech talk next the podcast that finishes your work day in a very red raider way this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by Cantex roofing and construction Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear what you have to say, what's on your mind. On the Yates Flooring Center chat line, Double T 97.3.com. You can also access that through the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. We'll have... Uh, What are you laughing at? Oh, this drop I'm about to give Clint. Okay. Uh, we get this. 
from Sam. Uh, I guess where I was going with the Dante Moore comment was from his perspective, why would he want to go from getting significant playing time as a freshman to not play again until a junior year pending Gabriel staying healthy? I, I, I can't speak for Dante Moore. I have not been, um, you know, maybe, maybe there's been an interview out there somewhere that has kind of explained this. This is my read on the situation. Uh, he went to UCLA. He played some. Uh, he did not fit that offense at all. Chip Kelly didn't modify it to to fit his skills. It was a, a very, very bad fit. Uh, that program is kind of a dumpster fire. There's a bug in the studio. Um, and uh, it's it's trending. Salt guns. We have one of those. It's great. Oh, oh it's so good. Yeah. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Um, and so he went to Oregon where he knows that. I mean, look at what Bo Nix has become since getting to Oregon, right? Um, I think that there's a high confidence level in, in uh, Dan Lanning and what he's doing. Clearly a lot of resources there. Still going to the Big Ten, high profile, and uh, he can sit there and, and be developed instead of kind of being thrown to the wolves and just get smacked around. Uh, LBK Realtor says, you should be able to major in athletics just like any other profession. If you're, The goal is to play sports professionally. Why should you be required to go get some random degree that has nothing to do with your degree plan, your career plan? I don't disagree. What was your degree in? Commercial and industrial fitness. Minored in psychology. Don't you dare. <laughs> get it. Fitness, eh? Well. <laughs> I, I, I said it, just so we're clear. Oh, it's going to be a wonderful start to uh, hour yeah. number two. Let's just say that. Got to ha- got to have some sort of intro, right? <laughs> yeah, did that, and uh, at the time was thinking all about the strength and conditioning stuff, and and uh, yeah, so but enjoyed the uh, psychology, and and that never had anyone push me to um, away from a degree plan, and I had a, I'm a good friend. I mean, God teammate guy I'm in touch with still the mechanical engineering that pitched on the team and and you know was obviously a good enough student to hack it but he uh I mean he had to um you know there were days where he'd miss a practice or due to a test or something like that I mean he's just or late for a game or something he pitched he pitched and he pitched out of the bullpen so he had a little bit more flexibility with the schedule but you know but you hear about that, and there, there's no doubt that the the some of the individual courses I took, like when I would look through it, I needed to get, I forget what it was, 18 hours or 24 hours or whatever of psychology to minor in psych. But I absolutely looked through that. The, you remember the book? Did you have a magazine? No. Did you the course offering? No, was we had the internet. Okay. All right. Uh, man, I wish I had the drop. The drop, like the drop I have for you, Clint, is so perfect. But I'll I'll get it next. It really would have been perfect for that comment right there. But back then, it was a magazine, like a kind of a little floppy magazine that had the section numbers and all that stuff. And and uh, um, but I would totally look through that and go, okay, yeah, that one's afternoon. Can't take that one. You know, that one meets on Tuesdays and Thursdays from, you know. Three to four thirty. Nope, can't do that. I mean, you know, so it, it 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 affected it affected some things, and I'm sure there were some majors that would have been exceedingly difficult. Now, I, I was also very fortunate for you know, Coach Hayes was 
he, he was probably like a lot of coaches in that if he, he knew I was taking care of my business academically like that stuff and go, hey, coach, we've got a study group deal in this class killing me. Can I, if, if I'm a little late or can I leave a little early or whatever? Yep, you know, that kind of stuff. And that's who he was. But, I, you know, I'm sure those demands, that kind of stuff's only only getting tougher. I mean, but, you know, Braxton Fulford went through Braxton Fulford went through with a finance degree a couple of years ago, and I'm, I'm sure he had the same thing, especially at a time when a lot of classes were going online and mm-hmm. virtual and stuff. I'm sure he still had to waltz over there and go through senior-level, you know, BA courses and I, such. I wonder if it's actually easier now in some respects because I don't know that you're as limited – to time slots, you know that yeah, makes sense. Because how many of, how many of those lectures are done over Zoom? True, you know. Good point. And so whether you're in the Zoom or you're rec- recording the Zoom, it's the same instruction. Um, and I'm sure that because like bonus kid, right? Like he was he was sick yesterday and didn't go to school, and he was able to do his. I think some of his work on his iPad, you know, man, that's yeah. It really is a new day in terms of, 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 uh, those type things. And I'm sure, did did you take any online or distance learning courses when you were never? Yeah. That, that probably ratcheted way, way up around COVID, you know, as I remember hearing people sort of grousing them out like teachers that had never really had to do it. I mean, COVID hit, it's like, you got to finish the semester, you know, delivering this thing online. That that was a whole new world for folks. But more and more of them got into the cadence of recording things and putting it on YouTube. You know, however, however, all that stuff's delivered. Yeah, you know, my my professors had websites, right? Yeah. And so they would put material there, notes and PowerPoints. Yeah, and things. absolutely. Yeah, sure. But other than that, like, it's kind of weird. My uh, my class was probably one of the very last to go through tech without smartphones really being prevalent because i mean i graduated in may of 07 and so i i think that was pre-iphone pretty sure that was pre-iphone yo uh, well and and the reason why that's even on my mind is watching the wire as i told you i did last month that that thing went from beepers you know in the five seasons Mm -hmm. went from beepers to smartphones because you know at, at the end of each season the the old cop would hold up the phone and go this thing's got a camera you know and like and then they were texting the clock faces and all that stuff. So the you're sure. you're about right. The 0607. Yeah, I mean, uh iPhone was uh released June 29th, 07. So mm-hmm. it was Now, I mean there were still like I had a Microsoft phone. I mean there were like other kind of you had the the Palm mm-hmm. pilots and crap like that berries and things. But yeah. it was it didn't just dominate Not, like it does now. Yeah. More tech talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there. How you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6. I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3. Dot com. Look at this in the chat line. Uh, from Duff in Houston. AD Rep Balmar would like to speak with you regarding your car dealership comment. <laughs> but, because I think, he, isn't he involved at it? 
I think the difference with Bomar is he didn't separate himself from the university willingly, right? They had to do that because of his, you know, the compliance issues. So I think that while he's probably not remembered just like super fondly in Norman, the way that we remember Seth Dagey or, um, you know, clearly Patrick Mahomes or Graham Harrell or Taylor Potts or whatever, um, you know, he didn't quit them. Like Spencer Sanders quit Oklahoma State. Right, you know. Uh, Shelly says this. Is that what you say at home? There's a bug in the house, honey. Do something. Dickens trying to kill a bug might be great content. One, uh, I call my wife sweetheart, not honey. Um, two, I Aww. kill... Yeah. Two, I kill bugs. I kill bugs. Oh, my gosh. Time. I'm in love with yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> that's no problem. I've got the the salt gun if I'm feeling froggy. That's fun. Uh, or if, tactical. If not, I've got plenty of flip-flops and shoes and we've got four dogs and two cats so we're we're fine on bugs we're good plus two frogs an incoming pig at some point no no pig um bobby hot dogs it's 2007 ad has a zune phone powered by bing i was actually a very this this <laughs> will probably not surprise anybody i was a very early adopter of the smartphone i had in uh high school a Samsung SPH i300, which was a uh, brick, let me tell you, <laughs> uh, running a proprietary, actually it was a Palm operating system, and uh, yeah, it was gigantic, um, and I did have a Windows, I think I had two Windows phones actually over the years. Um, was a big fan for a long time of the slide-out keyboard phones. Oh, nice. Big, big fan. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there you go. But I never did own a Zune. Man, I, I had, uh, as far as, as I recall, I know I wasn't an early adopter of the uh, iPhone. Um, I think I went from flip phone. And I think the, the flip phone, was that, wasn't that the... When when you had to press the key to toggle through the ABC, you know. To, oh, sure. T nine. There you go. Predictive text. Mercy. What was your first phone, Clint? A razor. Nice. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. My first phone hung on the wall. What, you. What is what does that make a lot of sense mean? I, I mean, I think you know. <laughs> you know that's that's funny. Like. Uh, it's one of those sayings that really doesn't make sense anymore or or wouldn't make sense if you asked it 30 years ago if you called someone and said, hey, where are you? Yeah. You know? True. Because, you know, for the longest time, for almost ever, um, you know, a phone was tied to a location as much as it was a number. Boy, this... That, that clip I just sent you, Clint, all of this would be perfect for that. Perfect yeah. fodder for that, if, for if that drop I just said. No, I don't mean it that way. I'm just like, but I'm just saying, we're, as we sit here and talk about. That's no, not I'm just sorry. I'm just not on my it's game today. Just clicking yeah. random stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're aware. <laughs> Oops. Uh, this on the chat line. Uh, I will answer a question with a question. This is from Washed Up Guy. Why should any university offer a path to possibly play professionally to someone that is not a student at that university? Why does the NFL not provide a minor league so that these poor mistreated athletes don't have to bother with this academic nonsense? How many are guaranteed to make it in pro football? 
I mean, the the university benefits greatly from having a football team. I don't know about a tennis team or a volleyball team or um, a softball team or a soccer team or a track team or an equestrian team or a swimming and diving team or uh, a rifle team. Uh, but the university benefits significantly from having a football team. Uh, and so offering a pathway to um, make those players' experience on campus better in some ways, or if you want to be kind of like a, a cynic, you could say offering a pathway for those players to remain eligible for your program and be able to spend more time on football and less time on you know, biology labs, <laughs> then that's a good thing for your university because it's a good thing for your football program. Um, so that's why, I mean, like the, the, all of these universities that you read about that are, that are racing to become division one teams, either FCS or transition from FCS to FBS, they're not doing it because of the, the, the fellowship of a team, <laughs> right? They're they're not doing it because um, you know they've got a bunch of just hardcore football fans running their universities and they just like to watch football. They're doing it because it's a financial boon to the institution. I like it. I like I, football too. I uh, and and as far as the NFL side of of that question goes, it's it's a risk free minor league for them. It's it's risk free player development. They don't have to sink one penny into the development of. We talked about Caleb Rogers a minute ago, or an hour ago, whatever. The that he'll move from tackle to apparently to center next year, and that part of that decision tree has to do with the NFL liking him as just probably the body type, the skill set, whatever, as more of an interior lineman versus tackle. You know, NFL doesn't have, they don't have one red penny invested in that. That's just sort of a hey, Caleb, as your as your show ponying off for us. Want to get some stuff on film? We, you know, we we think you'd be better at this. If he's a bust, if it's a mess, if he costs Tech seven games next year, of course he won't. But I mean, if it's a just an unmitigated disaster, does it cost the Detroit Lions? A penny, a penny. No, the answer is no. And so it's uh, as far as the NFL is concerned, it, it, this is all risk free player development, player evaluation. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.